This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 97 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino, and I am happy to be back again with you today. We are going to be looking at an awesome question, an awesome question sent in about self-worth, particularly how it relates to the ego and what we can do to make sure they are both in their, their proper positions. It's going to be a fun one. So here is the question for today. I generally struggle with low self-worth and hence lately I'm feeling confused over having thoughts related to an inflated ego. I feel low self-worth and ego are opposing emotions to have. I feel miserable when comparing myself to others and can't seem to accept the fact I'm not as good as others, be it at work abilities or social skills. I think this is the ego talking and causing me to be competitive and feel like I need to be as good as everyone else. Why am I having these opposing thoughts and how can I overcome it? Appreciate your advice on this. Well, I appreciate you. It's a good, good question. Thank you for sending this one in. Uh, it is definitely a good question to explore and ask oneself. Yet another question that's just really drenched in self-awareness too. You guys impress me so much with that on some of these questions. It, it's, and it's such a leg up to face these types of problems, but also understand where you're going wrong versus facing problems and thinking everything is fine as it is. Huge difference. So off to a good start. Anyway, very interesting that you feel low self-worth and ego are opposing emotions, because I completely disagree. And uh, maybe I've somehow misinterpreted what you mean, but I would say that low self-worth is exactly, exactly what ego is bred from. And they're about as related as you could get. The ego wants to be good at everything. It wants to be right. It wants to be recognized as much as possible. Why? Because the self needs a boost. It needs some reassurance. It needs extra significance, which of course would not feel so necessary if self-worth was high. If self-worth is high, you don't need all the other accolades because you don't equate yourself to them. You have self-worth because of who you are, not because of what you accomplish. So I would definitely think that the more insistent the ego is, the more desperate it is. If it can't accept itself, it looks to others to accept it, okay? Now with that in mind, let's try to make sense of this whole thing. Imagine this for me. Imagine you have accomplished everything you want to accomplish. All the areas of life in which you find yourself being extra competitive and wanting to win. Imagine you win, and you are the best performer at work. Everyone finds you easy to talk to in your social circles. 
whatever else you may find yourself seeking. Now what? Are you satisfied? From an outside perspective, has your self-worth really gone up? I don't know what answer you're coming up with, but I can confidently say that it has not gone up. And I would imagine many of our listeners feel the same. I wouldn't think of you as more valuable, not intrinsically anyway. Maybe if you were the best soccer player on the field, I'd find you valuable in that sense, uh, and that I'd want you on my team. But that's soccer. You know, after 90 minutes, we'd go back to real life where I'd want you in my circle because of your character, not because you're good at something. And even if it's hard to turn the mirror on yourself and see how it's true of you, do you not feel the same of others? Do you not love the people you love because of who they are rather than what they've done? Of course you love them for who they are. So I think it's time to start asking yourself what you really think you stand to gain from accomplishing more that goes beyond the superficial desires. Why do you need to feel as accomplished as others? And why can you not accept the fact that you're not the best at everything you try? While you're pondering these questions for yourself, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what's necessary for you to start recognizing that your accomplishments have no relation to your value, and thus, how to start overcoming this. You break down all the items in your life that have told you in the past or tell you now that you are the sum of your accomplishments. Whoever has or does actively demean you for not being good at a skill, it's time to address them or replace them. Mind you, this does not include people who provide constructive criticism and hold you accountable. It does include people who tell you you are worthless because you're not accomplishing more. And you have to look closely at this because it's not just people you interact with. It's television. It's social media. Anything that makes you feel guilty for not having more skills on your resume. If it's something meaningful you're lacking in, then work at it and improve. If it's not meaningful anyway, then why, why stick around for the guilt? Now, you also assess the fact that the people who are the best at the things you seek to be the best at still have a myriad of other problems in life. And some of these people may even have enough other problems to qualify for depression. With the accomplishment of one thing, it often just brings us a new problem, be it wanting to be better, uh, people only wanting you for that talent, not having the time to spend on other things and therefore having no sense of balance. The list goes on. Mo money, mo problems, as they say. Uh, you then acknowledge that you too are one of these people. I don't believe that there is nothing you do well. I don't buy that. It's nonsense. Focus on one thing that you do perform very well at. And then put yourself in the shoes of the people who do not perform as well. Some of them are probably experiencing at least traces of the exact same feelings that you are, wishing they could perform at your level. And what do you know about you? You still struggle aside from having this talent. You still want talent in other areas, bad enough that you've reached out to us for some extra support. Case in point. And finally, try catching yourself as best you can. Maybe this means going into certain situations in which you know you want to be competitive and intentionally performing poorly and having a laugh about it. Maybe it means doing some visualizing beforehand, so trying to picture the moment or the trigger at which you know you'll switch from having fun to competing, and watching yourself gracefully take a breath and remind yourself of what you hopefully learned here today about real self-worth. Whatever you try to implement, be it one or all of the ideas we've talked about today, just know and be okay with the fact that this is going to be a process, all right? Depending on how deeply ingrained your need for significance is, 
it could take a long time to get into a better rhythm, and there will be countless setbacks or failed attempts at cooling yourself down when you want to. It's part of the process, but I do promise that the more you remind yourself of these things, the more you replay this episode, the more it all eats away at your need to be the best, and that over time, that need will start to vanish. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. There we have it, my friends. Thank you so much for uh, putting up with me today. <laughs> Asker, thank you again for submitting such a great question, and I do hope we were able to help you out a bit. I think we came up with some good concrete ideas today. Nothing terribly abstract today, right? Sure. Anyway, those of you who would like some help with your own struggles, please join the club and reach out to us. Send us your questions by emailing them to us at advice at oldpodcast.com advice at oldpodcast.com. We will take your questions there, have a look, and do our best. And that's my spiel. I will talk to you guys again next time, and until then, take care of yourselves.